tuning in and streaming live on Periscope. Hi, Periscopers. Nice to have you guys with us today. I'm Christian Arcand, and that is Tom King. Hello, Tom. Want to uh, maybe get a microphone in front of your mouth? Yeah, I got three to choose from. I think I'll take the one in the middle. And, and, and yet there was zero yeah, no. when it was time for you to start talking. Yes. Amazing. I was watching. I was transfixed by highlights of the Giants and the Bengals. We'll get to that. Yes. I want to start off uh, by saying, well, happy Tuesday. Yeah. It's a crappy day out. Yeah, it is. Um, <clears throat> the Celtics, as you just heard, got a great night from Isaiah Thomas last night. 37 points. And yet they still lost to the New Orleans Pelicans. And in the most troubling way. I'm not going to spend all day on the Celtics, but the end of that game was a true train wreck. Did you see it? No, I didn't see the end. I turned to watch the end <laughs> to the other game. And I was, they were down like four or five when I turned, when I had it on. The Celtics? They were, they were, they were you know, kind of hanging in, hanging in, hanging in. But then I read about it, and the opportunities they missed were brutal. Yeah. Absolutely brutal. And it goes, you know, with what you say. I mean, they don't have that. You've been saying it for a year and a half now. They don't have that end-of-game guy that can just. Well, Thomas was the guy last he night. He was, but, I mean, he, missed a, free, he missed a free throw, you he know, did. clutch free throw. You know, they don't have that end-of-game guy that, 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 you know, that you can. But Maybe go to. Even putting that aside for a second, there were about 15 seconds left. Yes. They were down one. Marcus Smart inbounding the ball under his own basket. Okay? Mm-hmm. So they, they were in their side of the court. Right. At the baseline. Amir Johnson standing about two feet away. And <laughs> this guy, Tim Frazier, who I don't know. I've never seen this guy before. That whole team outside of Anthony Davis is so bad. Oh, my God, are they bad. Archie Goodwin and Solomon Hill and Langston. I mean, these guys are. They're the old Charlotte team, garbage. right? Is that, That's the, Char- the old yes. Charlotte franchise that moved there, correct? And then the Bobcats became the Hornets. Yeah, the Bo- yeah exactly. Yeah, right. That's what happened. Right. Uh, and that's true. But uh, this is, I mean, <laughs> they were better two years ago. This is, this yeah, is they, a, they were better two years ago. Yeah, yeah, this is what they put together this year is just slop so far. Ugh. And this guy, Frazier, Marcus Smart's inbounding. He basically hands it to Amir Johnson, and Frazier just steps right in front of him and takes it. I mean, it was the most ridiculous thing. And I'm sitting there watching this going, what are are you doing? (laughs) The guy's right there. Frazier hit one out of two free throws, too, didn't he? And then, yes, he got fouled. He made one free throw, made it a two-point game. Isaiah Thomas comes down the other end, hits a great driving layup. He's, I mean, he was awesome. Isaiah Thomas was awesome last night. They get the ball back, New Orleans. Frazier, again. This time out, right, is step inside the three-point line. Up fakes Kelly Olenek yep. with two seconds left. Olenek bites on it. Whistle. Jumps into him. Whistle. Throw. End the game. Makes one, misses one. One second left. They try and do this inbound play, and Smart gets, oh, yeah, you know, it didn't never, work. Those never work. And they lose by one point. In the last 15 seconds... Marcus Smart handed the ball to the other team, and then that same guy who he handed the ball to managed to fake Kelly Olynyk out of his jock and get to the free throw line twice in the last 15 seconds to scrub. And it's, you know, like, I don't remember the Celtics doing stuff like that at all last year. 
I don't remember them getting off to these awful starts where they only score eight points in the first quarter. They let Moutier put 24 on them in the first quarter. And I definitely don't remember them at the end of the game handing the ball to the other team and then giving these scrubs these free throws. I just, I do not, this seems very different this year to me, and I don't it quite does get seem, why. It does seem different, but you know what? I mean, it's so early, and, it, and the thing is, is teams really... You could go. You could you could sleepwalk through the first six weeks of the season, and then all of a sudden, just just turn it on, you know. And they've done that before. I mean, we've seen them get, create separation from other teams before. And we haven't you seen know? this incarnation of the Celtics sleepwalk and be successful, though. You know, like yeah, that's, Well, let's see. I that mean, that was kind of their thing last year. You know, I think with, I they think, didn't play games like this. No, that's true. They didn't. They were smart. They were a smarter team. They were a smarter team. But I, I just. I don't know. They may be a victim of their own success in a way. They're just like, oh, okay, where, where else? Where, where next can we? Well, from last year, where next can we go? You got beat in the first round. What level can we take it to? But to the won- second round. I know, but you know, I don't think that they, they their own feel success, that way. Tom. It's not like they're the Warriors. No, it's not like they won they, seventy-three games. No, but they were a 48. bad. They were a bad team two years ago. Yeah. Okay, and now they've they've got and some now there's players. nowhere else to go. And I well, I think they probably think that. Well, you know? they won forty-eight games and got blasted in the first round. Nowhere to go but down from here. I think they think that's that. true. That sucks. You know, I mean, that is well, a terrible. You know, you a... talked about it. You talked about it. I'm not excited about this season at all. What are they going to do? You know, and it, I'm it, not excited about it because of the Cavs it, and, the, it may, and the Warriors. But it not may filter to the players. You know, it may eventually filter down to the players. You Where think they, they're listening to me? No, but they listen. They're listening to reality. You know, and then with Horford out and Crowder out, I think that makes a little bit of a difference too. I think you know. I think you know. You, it's the NBA. It does, but it's, it's the making, NBA in mid December. In mid December, they may be twelve and twelve. All right, mm. and then all of a sudden they win. You know, ten in a row, and then the season sets its tone that way. I just think you have to wait it out. I really do. Not that there's a choice. No, well, I mean, <laughs> there Obviously is. Obviously, you have to wait it out. There is it. But, I mean, look, they weren't that great when, before they got Isaiah Thomas two years ago. They got Isaiah Thomas, and all of a sudden they, they, they changed, mm-hmm. and they became a you know playoff team. So there may be a trigger this year that gets them going. But, I mean, we, we don't really know what this team is yet because you haven't had Horford around. You haven't had Crowder around for a lot. It's so early. You know, I just I, – I, and you're also on the road. And, yeah, they had two good wins in a row with the Knicks in Indiana. And when you're on the road, things happen. That, that, that is true. When you're on the road, things get strange. I know. So, you know, I, I know what you mean. They don't seem to have that confident mentality where they're playing with, you know, with a lot of desire and, and, and uh, uh, smarts and making great plays and going on, you know, winning five games in a row, things like that. That, that, that could come. Yeah. You know, if they're still 20, if they're 25 and 25 after 50 games. Then you start to say, okay, this team probably isn't going to take off. But my guess is with the talent they have and with Horford healthy when he gets healthy and Crowder, it could change. Well, let's hope so. Because while this team, I think, is capable of still playing better basketball than what we've seen, I think 500's right around. Well, what, not without Horford and Crowder. Then not. Right. With, I mean, even without them. Not I without think. those two guys. Without those two able, guys, they're 500 team. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, that's and, and you're seeing it. You bring them back. You know, when they come back, I'm not sure how much better it's going to make. We'll see. I mean, I, I really hope that there's a a real change in how this team, you know, just runs itself towards the end of the game. But I look at this bench. 
even if you have Crowder and Horford, I mean, you still got some of these same guys on the bench. They're well, really... but but they don't. Their minutes are reduced uh, you know, by two guys. That's a lot of minutes reduced. It's true. I'll tell you who I felt really bad for last night. It was Amir Johnson because he was playing some good defense on Anthony Davis, and it didn't matter. It just didn't matter. He was right in his face the whole game. He was challenging all his shots. He'd drive to the basket. Johnson would be right there on him, hand in his face. Perfect defense. Mm-hmm. Scalabrini said it like three or four times. You can't play much better defense than that. <laughs> Davis still dropped 25 points, 16 rebounds on him. But, quote, unquote, held him to 25. Exactly. You know? And that's the thing. It was Anthony Davis is great. He's a great player. But he didn't take off for 40. Yeah. He? Usually he gets 50 points and 30 rebounds. They're probably so 25 be- and 16 was nothing. They're probably better. The other better. guys on the team that we're getting See, in. that's just yeah. it. They're probably better when Davis doesn't, you know, erupt for 50 points because the other guys on the team just stand around and watch. You got these scrubs out there dropping 10, 15 points. And it's like, what? That is the life, know, who, who life, in, life in the NBA. You know, that's, that's the way it is. It's really, really... You know, you f- there's a lot of feeling out. There's a big feeling out process the first couple first couple months of the season. Yeah, I mean, last was... year, last year, right? The Knicks after 40 games, they were 20 and 20. Yeah, and then they just dis- disintegrated. Mm-hmm. So it, it something triggers everything. Yeah, you know, and that can happen. But you know, if you're 25 and 25 after 50 games, yeah, I'd, I would be concerned. But I don't think you will be. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> There was one play in this game that was ridiculous. And it was Marcus Smart trying to draw a charge on Solomon Hill. Hill gets the ball right around the, you know, step inside the top of the key. Has a clear lane to the basket with only Marcus Smart between him and the rim. So Hill takes two steps and takes off. And Smart stands there and tries to draw a charge. And Hill just goes right over him. (laughs) And Smart, realizing he's about to get dunked, like just have his life ended, basically. Snaps his head back like he got hit and falls to the ground. And they call the charge. <laughs> nice play. See, that's a smart play. No pun intended. That's a smart play. It worked. You know, and that's that's the kind of play you need from that's the kind of play you need when you have two of your better players out. You need to be smart. You know? Yeah. But then he undid all of that when he handed the ball to Tim Frazier at yeah. the end of the game. And part of me likes that he was able to get out there and do that. But another part of me thinks, you know, if he'd taken one more step, he could have actually drawn the charge. And maybe the NBA is going to look at that. And, you know, like they're trying to combat that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And Smart's notorious. I mean, he's the one of the biggest floppers in the league. And it works sometimes. And that's kind of the point. I mean, it's like those guys in, the, in, in hockey. You know, they, you hate them, but they do serve a purpose. And Smart does serve that purpose. But I think that for a fifth or sixth overall pick, whatever he was, three years into his career... Uh. You know, that's what he's most known for, and that sucks. I mean, that's not that's not what you want, right? I mean, depends if Jalen Brown in three years is just known as a guy who takes a lot of – who de- flops a lot. Depend, I mean, yeah, de- yeah, you don't want to be a fl- – well, they, they try to get away from that with the NBA. Exactly. I mean, that's what they've been doing. So, I mean, it's just – you know, you don't want to be a flopper. You know, what you want to do is you want to be a really, really good defensive player. You want to be a shutdown defender, and you want to be somebody who can take strip the ball away. Yeah. You know, and, and 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 set things going in transition. Now, Celtics aside for a second, a uh, a new Patriots scandal has arisen. I call it Lunggate. Oh God, what is up with Rob Gronkowski's lungs? Look, was it punctured? Was it not punctured? Only we'll have to talk to the Gronkowski family. They're gonna. They must be having a press conference in the next half hour, right? Probably. <laughs> like to thank my lungs. <laughs> I mean, I watched. 
how they attended to him the other night. Because I, I, I put, well, they were talking about it was a concussion. Well, I watched it right, and I'm watching them work with him. And you know, they didn't put the fingers up in front of him or anything like that. You right. know, they they didn't do any of that. But I don't know what the protocol. I don't know how they 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 talk to you or treat treat it and everything else. And you know, I I didn't. You have to dig a little I don't deeper know. to see if Gronk has a concussion. I don't. I, think, yeah, I don't know? know what NBC. I don't know what <laughs> Michelle Tafoya said. I know she was right there listening mm-hmm. uh, as I'm watching this, and I, you know, they didn't waste any time getting him back out there. He was out there in five minutes. Yeah, you know, and he said after the game, he just you know the wind. He had the wind knocked out. He couldn't breathe for a little bit. You know, and that that's what stunned him. And that was quite that was a vicious hit. It really was. It was a good hit, but it was a vicious hit. He got walloped yeah, exactly. by Earl Thomas. Yep. Clean hit, you're right. And that was uh, The only thing I can say is that Schefter's where are you pointing at? I mean I'm just pointing oh, general. Okay, Schefter no trying to get me to look at something. Schefter's okay. Schefter's deal is he's close to Rosenhaus. He's got it in mm-hmm. there. So my guess is well, who's Rappaport getting the punch I don't know, who from? knows? I mean, you it know It seems like that would have come from Rosenhaus. And Schefter would have gotten from the Patriots. Nah, it's not a punctured lung. You know, maybe, but uh, you know, it's something happened. Something happened that I bet he will not play. On, I saw the play and I thought I bet he will not play on Sunday. Well, he canceled some event he had today. Yes, he EA had an Sports. event. Yes, yeah. yep. Uh, and the Madden Jinx in New York it was in New York, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's I, which tells I, me, which tells me, they don't want him on a plane. Mm-hmm. See what I mean? I think it was in New York, wasn't it? Pretty yeah. sure. They don't want him on a plane. He could have got to New York without taking a plane. You know, sit, sit in, a, in a bus yeah. for, for for six hours? <laughs> I don't think so. Take the uh, take the Lucky Star. Yeah, <laughs> or uh, the uh, Fungwa. Fungwa still operating. You telling me Gronk- so. Rob Gronkowski is too important to ride on the Fungwa? I'll no. tell you what. If yeah, I'm on the Fungwa and the bus tips over like it is wont to do, I don't think the Fungwa is defunct. I think now, that's no, yeah, it's no more. The defunctwa. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I was on it once. And, What's the Lucky Star? Uh, Lucky Star was like the cheaper Fungwa. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Oh, you never took the Lucky Star. No, they could push the bus from behind to get Pretty it going. Much, yeah, you had yeah, to get it. Right. You had to get a rolling start with the, yeah, with the Lucky thought. Star. Yeah, okay. that's why it was called the Lucky Star. Sometimes, Sometimes it was the unlucky it didn't, star. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. You're lucky if you got there. The Fungwa. One stopped at this Chinese. It, well, it wasn't a Chinese restaurant, but it was a. Uh, it was like a gas station that had a restaurant attached to yes. it in Connecticut. You know those places. Yeah, yeah. And you went there, and you just there was a buffet, and Ooh, then you wait, then you weighed the food. Oh, really? Yeah, and you paid by the pound. Wow, <laughs> it was great. It was Whoa. so good. We just good loaded Lord. up on all this food, but so did everybody else on the bus. So I mean, everyone on the bus was just chowing down on Chinese food for the whole. Four hours disgusting. It was really, really gross. gross. Oh, God. Super gross. Oh, yeah. The good news is I was hammered at the time, so (laughs) I didn't even notice. No, I don't think he's making the trip down 95 for that. You know, a little too rocky, a little too bumpy if you got a bad lung. Well, if he's not doing that, he's not going to San Francisco. That's what I'm saying. If he's not, you know, my guess is he didn't make, you know, and also because of that trip, you know, he probably canceled the trip or postponed it or backed out of it because he probably has to see a doctor. Mm-hmm. I would imagine, right? He's got to be examined. Look, I bet he won't uh, be. A- Rappaport followed up this morning, by the way. Yes, what did he say? Said that the injury was described to him as a perforated lung. Perforated lung. Which is a small puncture. Okay. It's worth noting that Gronk canceled his EA Sports media event, which was scheduled for today in New York. Yep. This according to Mike Reese. Yep. They didn't say if it was because of the injury or not. 
Patriots did not have access today, but will practice tomorrow where the first injury report will be out and they'll talk to the media and everything else, but you know, <laughs> they're not going to tell you about that. They're definitely not going to tell you anything. I mean, they'll talk to the media and they'll ask him about it, but he's not going to say anything. Right? Well, they won't ask Gronkowski about it. No, they won't ask him. They'll no. ask Belichick. No, and, and, and Bel- you know, my guess is Gronkowski will not play on Sunday. That's my guess. There's will, no reason to, will they Brady, don't need Will him. Brady play on Sunday? That's a good question. bad calf. That's a good question. If there's a game, to to, uh, I think it's his calf. If there's a game you can toss Garoppolo out there and say, hey, you know, kid, let's see what you got. Wouldn't it be against the San Francisco 49ers, wouldn't you think? If Brady's able to play, he's going to play. I would assume that's yeah, the case. Yeah, I don't think they'd be worried about him. You know. He said he was going to. Yeah. Now he, you gotta, you, he, if, he's, if he's walking, he's playing. That's the way he is. Mm-hmm. He'll tell them, I'm okay. Gronkowski, his family will tell them he's okay. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> All right? Brady so, said he told uh, Westwood One, I'm sore, yeah. but I'm ready to go. Get some treatment from my good buddy Alex, and I'll be good to go. Right. I Alex with his special calf juice. I heard that, yeah. yeah. And the special You got cap. anything for, like, my calf, Alex? Yeah, yeah, hold on. Uh, yeah, yeah, hold on yeah. a second. Let me put some stuff together here. Yeah, special. Here's some magical calf juice, Tom. Special. Try it. Avocado. Ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> it's a magical new Alexa. Uh, Cures your cramps. You tell you Step the, right up. The old days when they gave you sarsaparilla. Nobody got hurt. A punctured lung. Well, I have just the thing. <laughs> nobody, nobody got hurt in those days. <laughs> it's a special glue. <laughs> take a and deep, epoxy. No, take a deep breath and cough. <laughs> you take it in pill form. When it gets down to the lung. It expands, covers up all perforations. It'll be awesome. Try it today at the TB12 Institute. <laughs> I'm Alex Guerrero. Goodbye, folks. He's, you know, that's he, he'll be all set. Gronkowski will be the one that won't play. Why should they? They don't even need him. Yeah, what the hell do they need him for? They don't need him. They got Bennett. Anybody else banged up? Don't play them either. Yeah, I know. Don't play him for three games. Don't play Gronk for three games. Seriously. You can win all three of these games without Gronkowski, can't you? San Francisco, New York, and LA. LA. Yeah, you can. Of course you can. Sure. 603-883-9900. Your phone number, 883-9900. You can text in at 845-827-1250. Alex Hall joins us at 1245 as we uh, take a look at the final one before the final game uh, and uh, get you pumped up here for the championships in high school football that are being played this Saturday. Uh, that's all coming up a little bit later on. Don't go anywhere. It's Christian and King. Give these guys a call at 603-883-9900. It's ESPN New Hampshire. Every big sports moment can be heard right here on ESPN New Hampshire. Classic a shot. Down in front. Picked up by Crosby. Lobbed down the ice. And the Pittsburgh Penguins have won the Stanley Cup. Flips to Jacob. Three for the win. It's good. It's the three. Steps back, puts up a three, won't go. Final seconds, it's over, it's over. Cleveland is a city of champions. The Cavaliers are NBA champions. We've got it all here. This is ESPN New Hampshire. 
How would you like your office to be located in the heart of downtown Manchester? The former Ted Hebert's building at 922 Elm Street is ready to house your business. With over 28,000 square feet available, the time is right for your business to maximize this rare opportunity. Again, there is now office space available at 922 Elm Street, the old Ted Hebert's building, but it won't last long. Contact Tom Finney at 603-647-6800 or visit loopnet.com. Which is worse, a trip to the hospital or the fees and bills that come with it? At the Bedford Ambulatory Surgical Center, they provide a comfortable and friendly environment while offering high-quality imaging for open MRI and low-dose CAT scans and ultrasounds, all at an affordable price. Their modern technology allows for accurate diagnosis while ensuring complete patient comfort and safety. For more information or to set up an appointment, please call 603-622-3670 or visit bedfordsurgical.com or baskimaging.com. Are you looking for an electrical contractor you can count on for insight, experience, and quality work? How about a partner who is dependable and operates with high integrity? The answer is Hammond Electric. Hammond Electric provides quality licensed electrical work for commercial, industrial, biomedical, and life sciences facilities in Massachusetts, southern New Hampshire, and southern Maine. Hammond Electric, powering your productivity. Please call 800-966-5040 or visit HammondElectric.com. The money-saving tip. Coming at you with another money-making tip. How to save money effectively. Tired of overpaying for stuff? Then head to ESPNNHradio.com and check out the ESPN New Hampshire Deals page. You can save up to 50% on deals from all your favorite local businesses and restaurants. Why pay full price when gift cards and gift certificates are only a few clicks away? So start saving now by going to ESPNNHradio.com and checking out the new ESPN New Hampshire Deals page. You're welcome. We all have our mountains, the challenges that push us further. At Coors Light, our mountain is brewing the world's most refreshing beer. That's why all of our breweries cold lager, to give Coors Light its signature crisp taste. It's why we cold filter to ensure brilliance and clarity. And it's why we package cold to seal in Coors Light's refreshing flavor. Because we believe every climb deserves a refreshing finish. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Great beer, great responsibility. Have you been putting off a home improvement project because your budget's a little tight? Well, put it off no longer. Nashua Wallpaper is your one-stop decorating center for cabinets, countertops, paint and supplies, window treatments, and especially wallpaper and flooring. They offer wall coverings for your commercial, designer, and residential properties and work with top brands to give you the floor that you're looking for. Find out more at NashuaPaint.com. The good news is that if you go to Buffalo Wild Wings, order from the Fast Break Lunch Menu, and don't get your food within 15 minutes, your lunch is free. The bad news is, we don't plan on taking longer than 15 minutes. Free lunches? Are you crazy? What kind of business model is that? Lunch fast or it's free. We do it for you. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings. Beer. Sports. For limited time only at participating locations. Valid for tables of six or less. Other restrictions apply. See a participating location for details. Hi, I'm Liz. Welcome to Lowell Jewelry and Loan. The economy is pretty rough right now, and if you're looking for a short-term loan, banks aren't making it any easier. Sometimes it can take up to 60 days to get approved. That's crazy! We truly are in the business to lend money and put cash in your hands instantly. Bring in any item and we'll give you cash. We also give you four months before making your first payment. Call or come see us today. Our reputation is impeccable. Lowell Jewelry and Loan on Merrimack Street. 
Interested in pursuing a career in radio or television? Visit NAJB.org, the online home of the New Hampshire Association of Broadcasters. Visit our online job bank at NAJB.org to view current job openings and even post your resume for potential employers. Students, visit NAJB.org to apply for the NAJB Student Broadcaster Scholarship and learn about available internships. NAJB.org, the online source of Granite State Broadcasting. Nobody talks sports like we do. You're listening to the number one sports station in New Hampshire. It's ESPN New Hampshire. Probably one of the hardest I got hit in my career. Brady throwing and that's incomplete and Gronkowski gets popped. Well, he took a shot. Chancellor is there and Thomas. That is not a, uh, a sandwich you want, want to wind up in. No, it is not. Christian and King, ESPN New Hampshire. Nice to have you with us today. Ha! What? See? Oh, yeah. I said earlier in the first segment that the reason he canceled that out of New York was probably because they didn't want him to fly with his lung. Jeff Howe tweeted a little while ago, Gronk canceled his EA Sports appearance today in New York Mm -hmm. because he was advised not to fly. Yeah. Due to his lung injury. Easy way to fix this. Due to his lung injury. Fung wah. Which I don't even think it exists anymore. <laughs> Pretty sure it doesn't. Sell it. Yeah, that's expensive. Come on. Gronk's, Gronk's not getting paid that much. Nah, you can tell. He's always talking about his contract. True. You know? That's true. These guys having uh, yep. real issues. That's true. Um, anyway, either way, he's, he's having trouble breathing. Yeah. So there's, there's a... And it's likely he won't be practicing even or playing. I would tend to doubt it, don't you? Just for safety's sake, you know? I mean, he may be feel great and run around and everything else, but the first next he the next hit he takes right. could collapse it. You never know. I don't know. You know, who knows? Then again, he went right back out there. Well they didn't they played the whole second they half. They didn't X ray him. And he and he, and he was and he said he could breathe. They got a concussion protocol. They can't have a they can't do a lung protocol. Well they they probably Yeah, probably not. I mean <laughs> I know uh-oh. <laughs> Take two deep breaths and cough, you know? That's it. I mean, it's important that guys don't get concussions, but it's also pretty important that guys breathe, breathe in and yes. out, right? Yes. Inhale, uh, exhale with the whole thing. That's part kind of, of a ba- important part of the athletic kind of a basic, buildup. Yeah. Kind of a basic drill for all of humanity, I think. I would think. That whole respiration thing, kind yes. of important. Um, well, we'll see. Well, I, I, have a fe- I mean, just based on him canceling an event, the hit was just so. I mean, you know, you don't see him. You don't see him take shots like that to the upper body. You see a guy really hit Gronk. They usually get him and they get him low. Well, yeah, it's usually in his legs, yep. you know, or or something like that. He's gotten hit in his legs a few times or his hips or something. This was right in the sternum. I mean, he Seattle really hits. He popped him. And, and you know what? I I, you know, I had to say it. Thomas did a good job not to. Come in with the yep. helmet and the whole bit. Yeah, you know, he it was shoulder to it chest. Was, it was a legal hit, and that's not easy to do. And if he didn't hit Gronk that hard, Gronk might have just shoved him aside and ran for a touchdown. So see, that's I mean, the, he didn't catch the ball. But, no, you know, but that's he, the deal. That's yeah. why Gronkowski is is. That's why well, you got to treat him that way. He gets the strangest injuries, doesn't he? Mm. 
you know, the infection in the arm. That was the, weird. The, one, the, yeah. the, he gets the well, this. This one wasn't strange. I mean, no, this it's was strange. strange. You get the strangest injuries because you what just, was strange about this injury? But yeah, how many how many players get you know a punctured lung playing football? It's not too many, you know. So a lot of guys get broken ribs. Well, they get broken ribs. They get a concussion, which is what you think is going to happen in that play. So he, this is an odd injury. It's not one you're used to seeing. So, but the thing is, I think he, that happens more often than you think. The thing is, he gets hit so much. Yeah, you know that's why tight ends don't last. Tight, tight ends probably last less time. Their 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 lifespan in the NFL is less than running backs. Maybe mm. yeah, it's pretty close. Depends the good ones, you know. The good ones. Yeah. Tony Gonzalez played till he was fifty. That's true. He's the exception. Mark Bavaro, not not long. He took a lot of hits. How long did Butkus play for? Butkus. Not Butkus. Who he was, was a linebacker. The, he was a linebacker. Who was the tight end? Uh, Ditka. Ditka, that's right. How long did Ditka play? Well, probably too long because look how Ditka turned out in life. <laughs> well, he's also pretty old. Yeah, he's nuts. Yeah. You know? Um, I, I, I just think Kellen tight Winslow, ends, he played a long time. I yeah. just think tight ends, they take, they take their lifespan isn't, isn't that long. You know, not not the Antonio Gates playing not the uh, not the physical blocking ones. You know, Gronkowski has to do a lot of that too. Yeah, he does. You know, it's a lot of contact for a tight end. Antonio mm-hmm. Gates, he's ageless. Yeah, well, he's still playing. He's like thirty-eight. Yeah, or something. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. He's he sat out a few seasons here and there. Gates? Yeah, he's had hurt. He's had his chair injuries. Okay, but you said they Phillip don't Rivers last is, long. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. typically, I don't think they do. There's exceptions, but I don't. Think, there's exceptions of running back too. Mm-hmm. But typically, I don't think the average lifespan of a tight end who's going to catch the ball a lot and be a be a top receiver on your team is going. He's not going to last an awful long time. Yeah, that's true. There's a lot of yeah. guys who've come and gone. That's yep. for sure. Uh, 603-883-9900 is your phone number, 883-9900. You can text in here at 845-827-1250. Um, there's a uh, thing going on today, the NFL. There's things? things yeah. There's things going on. Roger Goodell is having like a summit on race today. Oh, with... Do you know uh, about this? With, uh, with Allen and... Uh, with uh, Not Paul, but Paul Ryan and uh, a bunch yeah. of players. Yeah. Uh, Josh Norman, by the way. Yeah. Said he wants Goodell out. That was pretty great. Oh. Associated Press asked Josh Norman. This wasn't related, but I I'll, we'll get. I'm just there's trying a, I mean, to. There's a lot of I'm players. Trying to tie these stories. There's together a lot here. of players who are going to say the same thing, right? They're not going to say it out loud. Yeah, sure they are. They're going to say, "I want the commissioner to be fired." Yeah, they're going to say, it out, "Probably." I don't. They're going to say, not, "No one else has said you know? that." Go ahead. What do you say? I don't think this, that's too surprising, but go ahead. Um, when Richard Sherman hasn't even said that. Richard Sherman says whatever he wants. Yeah. Uh, Norman was asked by the AP what he would do to change the league. He said, get the people who are in there out. <laughs> yeah. Whoever's making the rules, get them out. We have a new president. Let's have a new NFL commissioner. Careful what you wish for there, Norman. <laughs> he said, this game's been this way for 100 years. Why are people in the league office trying to change it? What are you trying to make better? Why touch the game? Change the staff. We change the president. Let's change them, too. There should be a number of years <laughs> you can run it. There should be a term limit in the NFL. He said, "Then I hope that I would be interesting." He then said, "I hope I don't get fined for that." <laughs> that would be interesting—a term limit on commissioners. That would be interesting, wouldn't it? It would. You know, that would be very interesting. Except, I don't think what he would want to have happen with that would actually happen. If you're changing the commissioner every few years, 
Yeah, the that league, new commissioner yeah, is going to come in and change things. Change things, and then all of a sudden, the other one changes back. Well, it might not be every few you years. You might not like the way this commissioner is doing things. Right. But this is also sort of, you know, the devil you know. And while Roger Goodell, I think, is a pretty bad, I mean, he's, he's he bad. sucks. But if you're going to change him every few years and you don't want him touching the game, that's what's going to happen. He's bad. You want to implement somebody who's right. good and who will do what you want and, be, and do it for a long he's, time. Not he's bad because years. they had two good ones before him. Sure. And that's why he looks so bad. You know, really, because Roselle was a master. He was he was fantastic, mm-hmm. and he would he he worked for the owners, but Roselle did what Roselle was. Roselle did what Roselle wanted, not wanted to do, but was gonna do. He would take out. He would go out on his mission, and he would just do what he had to do to accomplish it. Yeah, you know, at Tagliabue. A little bit less than Roselle in that way, but still had that kind of uh, ability to get people to see his point of view. Goodell's not doesn't have that. He mm. did it first, and then he just completely lost it because they just botched so many things. Five players uh, went to Capitol Hill today to discuss police brutality and racial issues Good. with members of Congress. Good. Uh, the meeting was conceived by Anquan Bolden, who plays for the Lions. He's known for his off-the-field sort of community work. The group will also have uh, Glover Quinn, who plays uh, with him in Detroit. Yep. Eagle safety Malcolm Jenkins, Browns QB Josh McCown, yep. and wide receiver Andrew Hawkins. Yep. They couldn't uh, get Manziel, I guess. Uh, how about uh, Kaepernick? No Colin? No Kaepernick. Didn't volunteer for it, or was he invi- wasn't invited? Don't know. Uh, Bolden told Jim Trotter that he asked those players because they are all guys who are well-respected in the league and have the same goal as myself. Maybe he doesn't think Kaepernick is respected or doesn't have the same goals or whatever. Hmm. Uh, and since Kaepernick didn't vote, I can see why maybe taking him to Capitol uh, Hill is not such yeah, a great probably idea. Probably not a great idea. You're right. This is where, this is where Congress were. What's Congress? It's, yeah, you right. vote for them. It never mind. Yeah, no. Right. <laughs> Forget it. Uh, <laughs> The players are scheduled to meet with Patrick Murphy from Florida, a Democrat, Keith Ellison, a Democrat from Minnesota, a Republican uh, congressman from Florida named, and I bleep you not, Daniel Webster. Yes, I know. Did you know I, that? I heard that, yes. I yeah. did not know that. Yes, Daniel Webster. Yeah. As well as several members of a Congressional Black Caucus, the meeting was organized by an associate director of marketing for the Nature uh, Conservancy who advises players like Bolden on how they can have more influence off the field. The Players Association also worked to arrange the meeting with Ryan, uh, Paul Ryan and with some members of the White House staff. Bolden told Trotter there's a huge mistrust between the police and the African-American community and that he wanted to hold, close the gap. McCown, the only white player in the group, said that he's going to listen. <laughs> I think that's probably smart. Yeah, yeah. yeah that would be a good idea. Maybe, maybe just, you know, maybe just listen here and <laughs> take in what they have to say. Uh, he said, and this is Josh McCown, I don't believe that we as white people can understand what African-Americans go through on a daily basis because it's different. For me, first and foremost, I want to acknowledge that. I'm sorry. I want to be able to acknowledge that and say that our stories are different and our histories are different. But let's be part of making it better moving forward. That's good. I mean, I agree with that. You know, you don't you you can't put yourself in somebody you know else's shoes and know what they're True. doing. You can't know what they're going through. It's just Josh McCown's like the... Why Josh McCown? Because he bold and knows him and I likes him. So. I, I guess so. I guess these are all buddies of Anquan, Anquan Bolden. I mean, mm-hmm. that's what this is all about. Yeah. So. I, mean, I mean, you know, that's why... That's the basis he used, guys that he knew. McCown's the token white guy. <laughs> he is. Yeah, I guess so. You know? You know? I, I don't know. It's like, yeah, so uh, I don't really know why I'm here, but... Uh, 
you know, I'm I'm white, so I can't. I don't know what it's like. And uh, yeah, who are they meeting with? I just told you who they're meeting with. But no, but who specifically? Who I just that? literally listed all the names of the people that they're meeting with. No, the politicians. Tom, are you serious? Yeah, I mean, uh, they just uh, Patrick uh, Murphy from Florida, right. Keith Ellison from Minnesota, and Daniel Webster, Daniel Webster right. from Florida. But are they meeting with members all... of the Congressional Black Congress and Paul Ryan? Anybody else, like Obama or any? You know, are they going to no. meet with any? You know, I just think you know. No, meet, it's a, meeting they're with meeting with members of, of Congress. Meeting with a couple of congressional guys is one thing, but I, you know, I, I, I would, I would get a little bit higher up if I were them. Okay, wouldn't you? Sure. Yeah, that's what I would do. You can go talk to the president, or you that's cannot right. do go anything. The maybe the president's, you know, wor- worrying about I'm a little busy. Yeah, some things going on. Here. Yeah, maybe. Or he's pa- President busy, Trump takes busy over. packing. <laughs> yeah, right. He's got two months. Got to pack all his stuff. Yeah, he's got two months. You know, leave a couple upper deckers in the bathroom. Yeah, you don't know what an upper no, decker no, is. No you idea. wouldn't have said that. No. An upper decker is when you use the bathroom, but in the tank, so that when they flush. Oh, that's gross. It is. That's gross. It is. Oh God. Or if you use it for number two, yeah, that's gross. That's they never know. They that's can't okay. figure out what the yeah, problem let's not, is. Let's not. Because no, who thinks to look in the tank, tank. for right. poo? You know, I mean, who, who would do that? Didn't one Barack pre- Obama? Didn't that's one who. president trash the or his people trash the? I thought it was uh, was it Clinton? Clinton yeah, it was. for Bush because they took all the W's off. Oh, they took okay. all the W's off the keyboards or something. Uh, oh yeah, all right, yep. Pretty cool, guys. Yeah, yeah right. You showed yeah. them. Yeah, I know, right. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I mean, it's great that they're meeting with some members of Congress, but I would I would try to get, you know, I don't know. You would try and get into what? Get get a little higher up. Why? Know? What's wrong with meeting with Congress? Yeah, just, I don't know. Who, who picked the guys they're going to meet with? I don't know. That's what I want to know. The who, whole thing was set up by uh, yeah, who set Andrew... Who set it up on a congressional side? I want to say Bourgeois. Bourgeois? An associate director of marketing for the Nature Conservancy who advises players like Bolden. Uh, he worked to arrange the meeting with Ryan, and I assume Ryan got the Oh, members, Ryan got made the price? Yeah. Right. Well, the fact that Ryan's there, I mean, he's, he's, he's pretty high up, but I mean. Yeah, he's pretty high up. Get Biden. Get Biden. What's Biden doing? What's Biden got to do? I don't know. You know? Biden's only important for another two months. Well, so what? Make it feel important. Make it feel important now. Why does the yeah. star power of the people they're meeting with matter to you, you get so much? Because you're trying to get star power behind everything. You know, that's why. I'm not sure that's really the point of this. I don't know. Well, I think it is, in a way. You think the point of this is to get celebrities involved? Not I mean, celebrities, celebrities, but star power. Po- I, I don't know. Not celebrities, Celebrity politicians? Power. I mean, these are politicians. Yeah, I know. The fact they're meeting with Congress, I think, is enough to sort of satisfy the idea that these players talk a big game, but then they never do anything. Well, now they're talking to the you know, leaders true. and stuff. Yeah, I know. And, I would just try to get as high. Okay, I would, well, I they're not talking to the vice president, That's why. I mean, they're say, talking I'd to, say vice president What do you actually president? think is more is more relevant, the vice president or these local congressmen who actually are more likely to talk to the local police forces and these guys? Are these guys going to be... Are these guys... How's Joe Biden going to turn? Are these guys to? elected? Are they reelected? They still have terms. You know, that's all that stuff. All you, that has to. You want me to look up each? No, one of these but that's that, that's important too. You know, Joe Biden's term is over. Why is that? You know, that doesn't make sense. You're all over the place, King. Vice President. You just don't like people looking to trying to. You know. But no, I think it's a good idea. I don't think you do. I, I do. I think it's a good idea. I think you think these guys should all go home and be quiet and be thankful they live in America. You know. Well, they're all making a lot of money. That's true. <laughs> you know? They really, really they are. They really are making a lot of money. 
You know, don't think they have a lot of worries. Josh McCown, what do you think about police brutality? Uh, well, <laughs> you know, haven't really experienced a whole lot of it. No, uh, no. I'll defer to my uh, fellow people that we've brought here because I don't have a whole lot to say about all that. The only white guy that's experienced a whole lot of police brutality lately was that guy in Nashua who got his ass kicked after that mm. after that two hour oh, chase. The, uh, the, cal- the helicopter wasn't a helicopter. It was ca- captured on it a was helicopter. Captured on a helicopter. Captured on yeah. a helicopter by a helicopter. The guy wasn't yep. beaten by a helicopter. No, no. He was beaten by a police officer. Yep. Um, and that was pretty much it. Uh, 603-883-9900 is your phone number. 883-9900. You can, I'm pretty sure that guy wasn't Josh McCown, by the way. Uh, you never know. 845-827-1250. He hasn't played a whole lot lately. We'll come back. Alex <laughs> Hall will join us from the Union Leader as we uh, get you a nice preview of this weekend, championship weekend here in New Hampshire. Be a part of the conversation and call in at 603-883-9900. You're listening to 1250 Manchester, ESPN, New Hampshire. The Apple Therapy Student Athlete of the Month is brought to you by Apple Therapy. Visit AppleTherapy.com. I am speaking with Patrick Gillis, Apple Therapy Student Athlete of the Month of October from Exeter High School. Patrick, how are you? Good, how are you, Laura? So tell me a little about your experience at Exeter High. You played football mm-hmm. four years there. So it's been a really good experience, both academically and uh, with sports. Like We have, I would say, one of the best football programs in the state. We're constantly making playoffs year after year. And then academically, I've had like multiple options with um, pursuing kind of like the interests I have. So I've had uh, lots of different science classes, and I'm looking to go into engineering in the future. So I've been able to go over to the Seco School of Technology and take engineering classes over there. Nice. Where are you looking to go to college? I've applied to some local schools and then some farther ones too. I'd say probably my first choice would be George Tech. I've also applied to UNH and Clemson and um, some other local schools that better specialize in engineering. How do you maintain a GPA of 4.92 and also maintain football and National Honor Society, National Honor Technical Society, class treasurer, uh, co-president of Students Against Bullying? Like, how do you maintain all these things? Pretty much every morning and early mornings having a meeting before class. And there's a lot of support from, like, my family and the teachers, too, to strive to do well. Nominate your son or daughter. Sign up now at ESPNNHradio.com. With six New Hampshire locations, Apple Therapy's comprehensive orthopedic rehabilitation clinics offer convenient access to a wide variety of services. Apple Therapy uses the latest technology and treatment techniques such as trigger point dry needling, active release techniques, running gait video analysis, and Graston technique. Plus, they are networked to most providers in all insurance companies. Apple Therapy is located in Amherst, Bedford, Manchester, Nashua, Londonderry, and Executive Health Club. For more information and access to their video library, visit AppleTherapy.com. Do you feel like you've been benched or sent down to the minors? Are you paying the correct amount of child support? Let a team of experts help you out. That team is Bardis Law. There is nothing more important in your life than your kids. You wouldn't cut corners for them? Don't cut corners on your legal representation. Don't show up without your starters. Going to court without an attorney is like playing without a coach and without a playbook. Let Bardis Law get you back in the huddle so we can call the play. Call Bardis Law at 603-420-8588 or visit www.bardislaw.com. The Sports Blast. Let's say the season ended today and they go to Toronto for one game playing in the wildcard game. Who is your starting pitcher? David Price. Given how bad he's been this season, Dave, given how bad he's been in the playoffs in his entire career, you still go to Price? Yes. Why? Because he's the guy. Who has the best stuff in this starting rotation? Price. Thank you. That's all I need to know. One game, one day, who has the best stuff in your rotation? If it's David Price, that's your pitcher. Every Saturday from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. 
Hi, I'm Liz. Welcome to Lowell Jewelry and Loan. The economy is pretty rough right now, and if you're looking for a short-term loan, banks aren't making it any easier. Sometimes it can take up to 60 days to get approved. That's crazy! We truly are in the business to lend money and put cash in your hands instantly. Bring in any item and we'll give you cash. We also give you four months before making your first payment. Call or come see us today. Our reputation is impeccable. Lowell Jewelry and Loan on Merrimack Street. You're listening to the home of New England sports on 1250 Manchester. It's ESPN New Hampshire. We're back. It's Christian and King, ESPN New Hampshire, streaming live on ESPNNH.com. Uh, correction on that, uh, it's not Alex Hall. Chris Duffy's going to be joining oh, us here in just Paul a second. Oh, Paul could have done it for He probably could have, I guess. Oh, jeez. He seemed very busy, whatever he was doing. Ah, uh, okay. So uh, we'll get uh, Duffy on here in just a second. What, what do you got there, Tony? Uh, Belichick asked on you know, his conference calls Tuesday. He does the Monday and, and then Tuesday. Asked the question, uh, Michael, I'll read it word for word. Can you add any clarity to Rob Gronkowski's health situation and whether or not you anticipate him being available this week? And, of course, the predictable answer is, yeah, no, I don't have anything to add. The players aren't in today, so we'll put a report out Wednesday after we practice and see what happens on Wednesday. So there you go. Uh, it's uh, a, basically a no comment and no, you know, we don't know what the deal is. Or if we do, we're not going to tell you until we really have to, which is on Wednesday uh, with uh, Rob Gronkowski's situation. So there you go. No surprise there. Belichick won't say anything. He said, no, the players aren't in. I don't know anything. You know, I know nothing. But we'll issue a report on Wednesday. Right. So that's there you go. There's your Gronk update. All right, uh, without any further ado, then, let's get to it. It's quarter of one, and we always do this around this time. Get you caught up on what's going on here in New Hampshire. It's Notes from the Kingdom. Message for you, son. King in the castle, king in the castle. Notes from the Kingdom. They got one note we didn't talk about yesterday because we taught football. Dan right. Webster men's soccer. They did win their first NCAA tournament game. Good. And then they lost to Amherst College, which is the number two team in the country, 3 nothing. And that meant Sunday, when they lost, that is it for one of the most successful yeah. local college programs in Nashua that, they've, that we've ever seen. Daniel Webster men's soccer done as they lost 3 nothing to Amherst College. But they did ha- accomplish their goal. Three straight NECC titles, three straight NCAA tournament appearances. And finally, they got that one NCAA tournament win, beating Worcester State one nothing on Saturday. All right, there you go. Let's welcome in uh, our good friend Chris Duffy, uh, the sports editor, New Hampshire Union leader. Mr. Duffy, how you doing, sir? Thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Jets. How are you all doing? Oh, we're doing just fine uh, here on this lovely Tuesday. Well, it's not too lovely out there, actually. But we do have the, uh, well, the final one. This is it. Uh, before the championship, our final union leader, ESPN New Hampshire. At the end of the championship? Well, our final before the championship. Oh, all right. All I mean, right. this is it. 
Yeah. Is there going to be one yeah. after it's over? Are we going to have the final? Yes. Okay. Y- y- yes, there sure will be one at this time next week also after the championships. So so that'll be the and, final uh, one. That will be the final. This yeah. is the final one without yeah. any championships This is the final one before the final one. The final one is the penultimate, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> right, right. Uh, the, uh, and the, really, the only thing we know about the last one at this time next week yeah. will be that the number one team will not be a Division two team. Yeah, that because, possibility yeah. existed before right, uh, with before that yep. uh, before that upset that all of New Hampshire has happened last week that all of New Hampshire is talking about. Yeah, I, I think well, that. Uh, well, you, you think I was thinking about talking about anything other than the Plymouth game? Think, things went <laughs> things went according to plan all around the state this weekend, didn't they? You know. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, that Plymouth game was unbelievable. That they that they uh, ended up uh, you know getting that kick blocked and, and losing that game. Who would have thought that would have happened? Well, the, Plymouth had to play that game a certain way, and they did. And it worked. And, you know, there's always that factor, right, with a, with a team that hasn't really been tested that much during right. the course of the year, all of a sudden finds itself in a dogfight. And, you know, Plymouth has been in plenty of dogfights this year. Wyndham has been in none, really. There was one that they were kind of close. I think it was the Hollis game, right? Hollis Brookline. Uh, Maybe they were a little close. Yes. But it wasn't, you know, it didn't turn out to oh, be Wyndham? Uh, in no. the end. Well, that was like a 42-7 yeah. game. That was a blowout. Oh, okay. Yeah, All right. I'm thinking of another an then that was yeah. fairly close, yep. but nothing, you know, nothing really threatening the undefeated until right. they got in a dogfight with Plymouth. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, that's what happens. You know, you, you it's high school sport, high school kids, you just never know. You know, that's you, right. you just really never know. <laughs> that's uh, right. I think for this one, Chris, we'll start at the top here because. Obviously, everyone's talking about the, uh, the the D1 championship coming up here and D2 as well. But the top one and two teams are the teams that will be playing Saturday uh, in the D1 championship. Of course, I'm talking about uh, Bedford and Exeter. The Bulldogs yep. holding off Merrimack in what was a thrilling finish. I feel like Merrimack got screwed a little bit there with that uh, pass interference call. And Exeter, who, who moved on as well, uh, beating North and... Uh, I think probably present the best challenge for for the Bulldogs. There's, a, of all there's the another play. Anyway. There's another play where they got screwed. There was a catch made in the end zone. It was called out of bounds, incomplete. And there's a photo. Yes, of it. that's right. Yeah, that 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 shows yeah, that, clearly. That stuff's making the rounds today. Yeah, isn't it? sure yeah. is. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, did you think it was a bad call? The pass interference call. I was standing about five yards away I... from the play, and it didn't seem blatant. Interference, right? But it, I think I saw a little something, and you know, maybe they could have let it go or or not, but they didn't let it go, and there was the one untimed down, and there was the overtime and eventual victory for for Bedford. Um, you know, pass interference or not, Bedford just really showed me a lot in that game. They had not. A lot of things happened during that game that they hadn't encountered during the year, mm-hmm. too. Kind of like Wyndham, except Bedford overcame it. Uh, they didn't score in the first half. That hadn't happened yet this year. They were behind by two touchdowns in the fourth quarter, and they pretty much had to play darn perfect football offensively and defensively to get the ball back uh, in the fourth quarter, and they did. I mean, that last drive was a thing of beauty. I mean, it was boom, you know, 12 yard pass down the sideline. They didn't have any timeouts left either. Yeah, it's not and, like um, it's not like they had to go 30 yards. They had to go a little ways. They had to go about, you know, 75, 75 or 80. Yeah. yeah, right. And 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 everything was, you know, beautiful 
you know, Connor Robert was was terrific during that drive. He was terrific in the in the fourth quarter in general. But during that drive, 12 yards out to the sidelines, you know, t- clock stops, first down, boom, boom, boom. Kid just kept working the sidelines, and uh, and then of course they they got the break and they took full advantage of it. And uh, here we are. Well, here's the other thing too, Chris. If you throw five interceptions, you're bound to lose a game. You know? Yeah. Yep, that's, that's for that's, sure. That's yep. the thing. Yes, yeah, and is. you know, Bedford's defense had something to do with that too. Right. You know, probably one of well, the better defenses yeah. that Merrimack yeah. has seen. Yeah. They were forcing yeah. Grassini out of the pocket a little bit. Yep. And those of you who've seen Grassini a lot this year know that sometimes in some of these games he's able to just uh, you know take the snap, takes that direct snap, and have a pastrami sandwich and a coffee, <laughs> and then throw. You know, it, it wasn't that way. He was on the run a little bit. You know, I don't know if they sacked him a lot, but the, I don't think they did. But it, he was running in different directions mm-hmm. and throwing, and that's not how he's most comfortable. I'm I'm told. Tom brought something up to me yesterday, Chris, that I didn't even realize, but it's it's absolutely true. Bedford, as good as they've been, have not been state champions yet in any of the three divisions that they've played in. That's right. That is absolutely correct. And they're yeah. they're there every year. It seems like I mean they're so good, and yeah. they they always just crank out such a good team, but they've never won at all in any division. That's correct. Yep. Division two final. But uh, here they are. This is the ninth year of the school, right? So uh, first couple of years, they were still kind of proving themselves. But that's correct. They have not won it. And here's another great thing, too. I think it's great anyways. The fact they have not played Exeter this year. Mm. You know, a lot of these matchups in the finals, uh, Stevens and Interlakes, Moultonboro, and Plymouth and Bowl, they've already played each other once during the course of the year. Bedford Exeter is a big mystery. Played them twice two years ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Kyle Ball played against him twice and said he lost both times. Uh-huh. Okay. So, they, so that's uh, – it must have played in the playoffs in the postseason. I think so, yeah. yeah. There must have been something there. But, so. yeah, not this year. Right. Uh, so let's move on with the rest of the poll. Number three, Merrimack. We just talked about them. North at four, the uh, runners-up there in Division One At five, you have Goffstown. And then six, Plymouth, uh, who will be playing Bo in the Division Two championship uh, at 2.30 on Saturday at UNH. How do you like this Plymouth-Bo game? Uh, what, are you, what are your thoughts on this matchup here, Chris? Well, we've been <laughs> – We've been ready for Wyndham, right? Yeah, Against right. Somebody else. So it's kind of a shocker that we're talking about this Plymouth Bowl matchup. Plymouth won the first game, twenty-eight twelve, way back on September twenty-fourth. Uh, been playing better, uh, you know. Small roster. Bow uh, is first year in Division Two. Uh, hats off to them for having such a such a fine year in their first year in Division Two. Uh, both teams are kind of coming on. Uh, isn't that the way it always is? When you get to the finals, you get teams that are playing their best ball at this time of the year. Uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna root, uh, vote against uh, Plymouth. <laughs> I am not gonna do that. They just keep, uh, keep, keep shocking the world. You know, right, right. I think Bo's in the right division too. I mean, they're in Division Two in hockey. Oh, oh they you are. Know? They yeah, are. Sure. Got, I, yeah. I think their enrollment's high enough, isn't it? I, I don't think their enrollment's that low. Since you know, uh, since they're, yeah. they're they're yeah. relatively new too. They're about what a ten year ten years old. The school itself. Yeah, they they um, broke off from Concord. Good, good remember? Question. Yeah, yeah, um, they broke off from Concord, so that 10. was yeah, maybe a little bit mm-hmm. more. I'm not sure, mm-hmm. but they've always been. I know they've always been strong in hockey. So, mm-hmm. so that's you know, but that, yeah, I would go with Plymouth in that game. I don't. I don't think there's any doubt there. You know that they would be the favorites. Well, both got some weapons. That's that's yep. for sure. And Plymouth's got uh, got some weapons aside from uh, uh, aside from the the young man who blocked the kick and right. 
pretty much everything except you know sell popcorn on <laughs> on Saturday. But um, yeah, that should be a great game. Uh, I know they're not in the poll, the power poll, but uh, Stevens uh, and Interlakes Moultonboro. I think that's going to be an intriguing game too mm-hmm. because uh, Moultonboro uh, destroyed them in the first game, fifty-seven to twelve, back on October fifteenth, which really wasn't that long ago. But Stevens has. Uh, come a long way since then too and, I, and they have three right. three players in particular who could play for any team division one or or, or any division in new hampshire and, really good players and i so think we'll what's take. what's interesting about that team is it's a co-op team yeah uh-huh. you know which is you know you know we see a lot of that in hockey we don't see as much of it in football yep so well, All right. it should be it should be a terrific Saturday, and the weather's supposed to be pretty good too. So yes. I don't know who that favors, but uh, but you know we'll we'll see Bedford uh, we'll see Bedford with its multi pronged attack, and we'll see Exeter doing what it does. Right? Oh boy, I'll uh, tell you, yeah, they they did it they did it three times, mm-hmm. long drives on sat on Saturday, but the longest drive the the they took the longest time on the clock and had the most plays that belonged to Nashua North. Uh-huh. And it resulted in zero points because they fumbled it away at the ten yard line with two fifty three to go. Hey, that's going to be a pretty good. What is it? Thanksgiving Eve. Thanksgiving game? Eve game, North, North and South. South. There'll be points plenty in that one. I think. I think the defense. That'll, that'll be number ten, Nashua South. Yeah. <laughs> against number four, Nashua North. By the way, this is kind of a quirky thing with the yes. poll. All seven voters, all seven of us, yep. voted Nashua North number four. Wow. Wow! So they are clearly the number four team in the poll. <laughs> well, they earned a lot of respect over the last five weeks of the season. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. I, regular season and into the playoffs. I mean, including the playoffs because the, their last loss was that forty-two to six game against Exeter, where I don't even think they were in the top ten after that week. So don't think so now. Right, and so they've they really uh, they really come on. It should be yeah, it should be a fun game. Thanksgiving Eve it should be a little different too to see the night game the night before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So. Indeed, and uh, rounding things out here, Plymouth at six, Wyndham at seven, Salem uh, in the eighth spot with a six and four record, uh, Bow at nine, and Nashua South uh, in the ten spot with a six and four record as well. Two teams there, just over five hundred. I know it's the bottom of the poll, and it's sort of the end of the year and everything, but you know, and it's also democratically elected. It's not like anyone was cheating here, but six and four teams, really. How do you know? Yeah, Bishop Girton kind of went away in yeah. Nashville South. Well, kind of you, yeah, you're gonna, teams that were idle this past weekend. You, you, you're going to go away after you give up 60-plus points two weeks <laughs> in a row. And South earned a ton of respect with how they played against Exeter in the, semi, in the yeah. uh, quarterfinal game. Yeah, so. they got some bonus points. As Exeter continues, the, the, the teams that they beat barely uh, get, some, get some more love. All right. Very good. Well, Chris Duffy, thank you so much for your time, sir. Great having you on. And uh, we will talk to you next week or uh, someone else from your office over there, I'm sure. Okay. Thanks, yeah, Christian. No, all right. Nobody Take wanted care, to talk right. to us except for you this week, Chris. I know. So, you Everyone know? else, say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Duff, Duffy will do it. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Just call Duffy. He's got it. Yeah, he's doing it. <laughs> That's so. right. That's yeah. right. Hey, by the way, you didn't ask me. Like last week, you didn't ask me who's going to win. That's true. I felt like that put you off a little bit last week, so I guess, yeah, okay, let's hear What are your predictions? No, I'm not going to tell you this week. I yeah, knew it. See, see, I knew it. He wasn't going to say He's not going to say I knew. You know, I walked right <laughs> into that. Uh, Duffy Roger th- will have it. Roger's the only courageous guy in our staff. He will have his picks, as usual, in Friday's paper. All yeah. right. Very good. Uh, Chris Duffy, thanks George, so much. George Sione will have him in ours. You know, I have him in yours. All righty. There you good. go. All right. Thanks, thanks, Chris. Chris Duffy there, uh, New Hampshire Union leader, joining us here on Christian and King. We're going to take a break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. 
If you've been putting off a home improvement project because your budget's a little tight, well, put it off no longer. Nashua Wallpaper is your one-stop decorating center for cabinets, countertops, paint and supplies, wallpaper, flooring, and especially window treatment and installation services. They take you from start to finish. Everything from the estimation to the delivery and installation. Find out more at NashuaPaint.com. Hi, my name is Jen Kaluti. My husband Sal and I are the owners of Embroid Me in Nashua and Embroid Me in Bedford in New Hampshire. We help companies and organizations promote themselves through embroidered apparel, screen printed shirts, promotional products, personalized gifts, and much more. I invite you to come visit our showrooms, conveniently located at 345 Amherst Street in Nashua and our Bedford showroom at 410 South River Road. You can also visit our websites at embroidme-nashua.com or embroidme-bedford.com. My team and I look forward to helping you promote your business. Embroid Me, your promotion marketing partner. Do you have a flooring project in mind? Then let the experts at Divine Flooring partner with you to get the job done. Divine Flooring is committed to providing their customers with the best advice and products at the best prices. From carpet to hardwood to tile and stone, Divine Flooring will help you obtain a beautiful new floor that will last a lifetime. Plus, they have a huge selection of area rugs in stock at all times. Come experience the divine difference. You'll be floored. Located right on Route 101 in